Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast on Spotify and its affiliates. Episode 60. I'm not sure where else you can find it, but you can certainly find it on Spotify. And uh, this is dope. Episode 60. I'm hyped. I'm illuminated. It's been a couple of weeks since I did one. Just been busy, man. Been stressed out. And when I'm stressed, I can't I, well, I can do whatever I want, but um, I haven't. Uh, I haven't wanted to to get. I try to do one every week. I try to do one every week. So, we're, you know, road to a hundo, if you will. And if you're watching this on TikTok, this is my podcast. I thought I would get two birds stoned at once. And I guess if you're listening to this on Spotify, that's the explanation as to why I may sound like I'm talking to somebody or something. So I'm not here to like answer questions on TikTok, but it content is content, man. You get two birds stoned at once. You feel me? Um, so yes, it is, uh, October 30th. Hallowed Eve is upon us already did it or it's already done. Did the one thing did the one I'm, I'm the one thing guy. I, I generally, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't like pressure parties. You know what I'm saying? We're like, what are you doing on whatever? I'm like, nothing. Ew. Like <sighs> the claws come out and I'm like, uh, you know, I can be a little bit fussy. I'm like, no, I'm not doing anything. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I always do though. And I've, through my adult life, I've come to like, just like make plans, bro. Because whether it's, I don't know, what are some of them? New Year's is another one. There's Halloween. Um, not so much St. Patrick's Day. Uh, but but I don't know, like Canada Day up here. And people are like, well, and in Quebec, there's one called Saint-Jean. Saint-Jean-Baptiste. Uh, which is funny because he's like the the French liberator, um, French Canadian liberator. Although, as most of these holidays are, like very sus and like cringy because colonization and all that shit. Um, but here in Quebec, we don't get um, some employers will give you Canada Day and Saint Jean Baptiste, and they're and they're back to back long weekends. Some employers will give you both, but some employers will say pick one. And it really divides the office. You know what I'm saying? You'll have you'll have your Anglophones on one side of the office being like, you know, frick you. And then you'll have the Quebec one on the other side being like, and so I'm just kidding. I'm exaggerating. Um, but it is a big deal. A lot of blue, uh, the national, the national, the provincial co- color of Quebec. So welcome back to the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast, episode 60. And um I don't know, as as usual, we only ever need one thought, and I can talk for 30 minutes. It spawns, it branches. I don't even know how we got on to St. Jean-Baptiste. But um, yes, we are here, and whatever. Yep, totally lost my train of thought, but it's a beautiful day. And speaking of the workplace, um, week two in the books at the new job. And man, that uncomfortability of a new gig, that imposter syndrome never goes away. There's never, a, I don't know, I haven't experienced it yet in life. I'm a professional. I've been a marketer for 10 years. I've worked in a variety of different fields. And that first, like the heebie-jeebies, the, like, the little like insecurities and the like, is it a right fit? Am I the right thing? Like, do I actually even know anything? Do you know what I'm saying? And then you have your one, because nobody's, nobody's perfect. And when you're assimilating at a new job, um, it's always a bit tricky, you know, it's, it's unnerving, it's uncomfortable. And that's what makes us grow as people. And so 
feeling uncomfortable in life is always a good thing because it means you're learning something. But as humans, and I'll speak for myself, I don't like feeling uncomfortable. I don't want to grow. Leave me alone. Oh, yeah. Here's where we started. And this happens all the time if you're listening to the podcast for the first time. Um, the Halloween thing. And I'm just a one and done. But like make the plan and go to the one thing because um, what will happen is like I'm the guy who's like, I don't want to do anything. Why? Just why? I'd rather stay home. And then it's day of and I'm like, oh, dang it. You know, I'm Napoleon Dynamite in the cut. Just, oh, dang it. Why didn't I do something? <laughs> um, so I've learned in my adult life and in my maturity is like, hey, make plans for a thing. Check it off the book. It's a little dark in here. Right? Check it off the book. Um, check it off the list. And then like, oh, yeah, I participated. Participated. Participation ribbon. You don't have to kill it. Some people are obsessed. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not crazy about like pressure party situations or like nights or days, whatever. Oh, that's how we got onto the Canada St. Jean-Baptiste thing. Um, because I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't whatever i don't know why but i just i just not super comfortable it's like you have to be doing something what do you mean what do you mean you're not doing anything i'm like i I guess it's just like a bit of oppositional disorder not even disorder but like um just like no i just like say no i never grew what do they call that when you're like two or four years old and like that you go through the no phase i still i'm still a nope i'm still leslie nope shouts out to parks and rec you feel um uh 10 52 a.m here on a sunday beautiful sunday morning here in montreal as i look at the farmer's market across the street for real for real um yellow and green and brown leaves outside my window um but uh yeah if you're just joining this podcast episode 60 on spotify and its affiliates and so uh, yeah, I did. I, I didn't have to do anything this year. Um, no, I'm not joining other lives because I'm doing a podcast right now, fam. Appreciate it. Um, don't bother with the requests. And so um, work did a thing. And so, yeah, it's my second week at the new job. And then it happened to be the six-year anniversary of this new company. It's a tech startup here in Montreal called Stay 22, which is fascinating because like, Man, I always wondered how, like, I always knew that bloggers got free shit, okay? We all know that for, like, you know, for talking about things um, and that. But I always wondered how bloggers make money. And a big reason um, is affiliate links, um, which is, you know, revenue share based on hyperlinks included in your content. And I didn't know the world of, and of course, it's just something I've never been in this industry, so I never gave a shit, right? But the new company I'm working for is a uh, a deep linking affiliate, you know, accommodation. I'm still working on my one liner, like my one descriptive, like, hey, what's your new job? Still working on it. But we do affiliate deep linking for travel and accommodation. Um, and so we have two product verticals. One's B2B. And so that's for like Eventco, Ticketmaster, Live Nation, who are already our partners. And so when, you know, you book your tickets to, you know, Shania Twain live at Madison Square Garden in all of your follow up emails for the next until the show and then weeks after re-engagement funnel, right? More events, more events. Um, there's a there's an integration where like, hey, need a place to stay? Boom, that's our product. And we take a cut and they take a cut. But for the blogger vertical, there's another 
it's incredibly lucrative. You know, like Susie's pink backpack.com. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm making that up. It probably exists. And Susie writes about her travels and you know, where she, when she went to Lisbon and here's where to eat and here's where to stay. And so she'll include hyperlinks to places she stayed and Oh, guess what? Because she plugged that, um, accommodation link on hotels or Trivago or Travelocity, whatever. You plug that through our little platform, our little dashboard. And so bang, it's tracked, UTM tracking. And any conversion through that backlink, that deep link, you get a cut and we get a cut. And some of these bloggers that work with us make but like the higher end, like 140K a month. Like, excuse me, dude, what? For a blog, I didn't know blogs were still bussing like that, but they'd be popping, bro. So that's, it's called Stay 22. It's it's the new company I work at and I'm the marketing director. The first man, call it what you want, but like the marketing guy. Um, I don't really like that terminology, marketing director. It's always like, it's weird telling somebody. Uh, I don't like that. Um, so I, I just say I do marketing for Um it's kind of cringy being like, I'm a director. Um, and maybe that's me just still like coming into my own <laughs> in my career. But uh, I don't know. It just assumes that you like know a lot for some reason for me mentally. So yeah, another new industry and a fascinating one because yeah, I always, I never knew how bloggers actually made cash cash um, and not just promo. And that's a big reason how is, is uh, affiliate deep linking. So still familiarizing myself. And so back to the original point, which is what I did for Halloween and how I didn't have to worry about it this year is uh, it was the six year anniversary at this company and also the Halloween party. So I had a little Amazon Luigi um, that was actually a few years old and I was, and I was pumped because there was a couple years where she didn't fit. I got a little too cozy, got a little too festive in the belly region. You feel me? Um, and she she wouldn't go. She wouldn't go for a couple of years, but we're back now. We're back. We can fit. That's my benchmark. You know, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, does Luigi fit? Like, it doesn't. And I go. <laughs> but this year, does Luigi fit? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I put it on and I do a little pep talk in the mirror. You. You're the number one Luigi. You got this. Go grab Life by the Lasagna. Uh, I'm exaggerating. Um, but have a little, have a, never throw out a Halloween costume is the other lesson here. You can bring them back. You can throw them back every few years. You feel me? So we brought back Luigi. Um, and uh, it was a little sensual. It's an old costume. And uh, busting at the seams. <laughs> well, I think I just snot rocketed. Um, so it was risque, you know what I'm saying? You can see my Reeboks from underneath. <laughs> I got a few compliments. <laughs> hey, nice Reebok boxers. Oh, should have worn Calvin's. <laughs> no, but there's some things I won't spend money on. There's some things I won't spend ridiculous amounts of money on. And that one of those is, is freaking boxers, man. Although I don't, I do know which ones work for me and they're from Ross in Hawaii. <laughs> that sounds insane. But there's some things that your parents still do for you. Uh, I'll speak for myself. My parents go to a timeshare on the big island every year. 
And I usually go home for Christmas to Canada. Okay, I'm done. I quit. No shit, dude. No shit. Break. <sighs> Bring it back. So, um, yeah, I go home for Christmas to Canada every year from Montreal. And, uh, no, to Calgary from Montreal. And that's what I get every year is boxers from Ross in Kona. And I love it that way because they're, it's not that they're like, you can't, well, this particular type of like one year, it's funny how these little like things evolve with your parents, how they, they know what you like. And I can trace back this whole underwear story from like 14 years. Ago. Oh my God. This is when I got this neck tattoo. Okay. So for the Spotify listeners, I have a rose tattooed on my neck. And um, I'm not even really tattoo guy anymore, which kind of sucks because I have so many and it was like absolutely a phase and I don't regret any of them, but you move on, you grow you grow out of your tattoo phase. And I think it's starting to come back. I still love tattoos. I'm happy to have all mine. Don't get me wrong. Um, but there was a time in my twenties where I was obsessed with tattoos. Every paycheck I was in that chair. And, uh, and then I just didn't really care that much about it anymore. So it's been like eight or nine years since I've been tattooed. Um, but I'm starting to want it again. I'm starting to want to do my back. Anyway, I'm not going to be weird tattoo douche uh, on the podcast. But yes, I have tattoos. And the whole point of the Kona underwear story is that um, and where the whole underwear, my mom still buys my underwear is the fucking name of this podcast. Yes. My mom still buys my underwear, uh, and I love it that way. And shouts out to my mom, Suzanne, and I love you very much. And she's doing well. And my parents are still together and live in Calgary, Alberta. One of the first years that my parents, the first or second year that my parents had their timeshare in Kona, uh, they invited me to go. And I was living in Victoria, BC at the time. And they, yeah, come on, come on out. Come on out, come see us for a week. Uh, respectfully, I don't like, I don't get the Hawaii thing. Uh, anyway, we, we won't go there. Um, but so, okay. So I go and I'm, I'm a young pop. I'm a young little Ron Weasley, a little June, you know what I'm saying? Just like wide eyed innocent. <laughs> and um, this was, you know, when I was really into tattoos and I'd been invited to go out, <coughs> excuse me, and stay with my folks for a week in Kona. And I, um, I was really into tattoos and I had this appointment for my neck tattoo right before. And I thought, I'm not going to tell them and I'm just going to show up because I know they're going to be pissed. My parents are Roman Catholic boomers and have grown open-minded very, very much in their, in their life. Um, tremendously in fact. And so they've always hated my tattoos, <laughs> Or just like not been down, just not down. You only have one body, the body that God gave you. And I was like, I fucking hate my body. Touch my body, let me in my thighs. We're going to listen to some Mariah Carey this afternoon, that's for sure. Um, and so, yeah, they were never down with me getting tattooed. My dad hated um, a few of them but just like knew he couldn't do anything. So whenever I would show up to like Sunday dinner with a new tattoo, he just wouldn't, wouldn't talk about 
he didn't give a, he didn't well he cared very much but he just it was he's too triggered and i totally get that in retrospect but of course when you're younger you're like whatever it's my body and they're like you idiot you idiot i'm like yeah you're right <laughs> so uh so i decide to not to show up in kona hawaii and not let them know i have a neck tattoo now and uh I get out the like humid ass little airport and there they are in the rental car, you know, like a Ford Taurus. And I go and greet my mom and she catches it. Of course, I'm her son. I came out of her. Of course she notices like Keska say, and she just looks and she, I see the fear of what my father is going to be like of what she doesn't say anything. She just hugs me and I see her looking at it. And she like shuffles me over to my dad and my dad doesn't even hug me. My dad grabs my head like this and like brings me in close and inspect, inspect the deck. He doesn't, he just instant like manhandled dad strength and just heavy breathing and just shock. One of the worst moments of my life with my father so disappointed so disappointed still i'm still not over it i remember it very i remember his hands on my face and head just total bear's paw you know just crank and he's just this close to it inches and just and then he just like stiff pushes me away and gets in the car still not okay still not over it we've never talked about it we never have talked about it. Neither is he. Um, I just realized I didn't. Uh, okay, no, we're we're okay. Um, oh my god, still not okay. <laughs> we never talked. So anyway, back to like my mom still buys my underwear. Um, so dad's pissed about the necktie. We just don't talk about it. I'm there that whole time in Kona. We don't talk about it. It's not addressed because it's ridiculous, and I get it. I quite, I quite like it. It's aged well. Um, gingers have good skin for tattoos. Although, strangely enough, not with, like, redheads often have very difficult, ex very difficult, uh, a lot of difficulty with their skin accepting red pigment, which is bizarre, isn't it? Um, it's a little, like, red on red hate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My skin's like, no, we're good in here. We already have too much red. Um, but yeah, it's been known and I've seen it. I've had other, not many redhead friends. You only like other, I don't, you know, redheads, we clash. I'm not friends with other redheads. I'm not friends with other Ryans, man. It's too much. <laughs> it can only be one Highlander, bro. <laughs> but no, uh, there's always that kind of like stand. I don't know if you guys feel that way, but like when I meet another Ryan, another redhead or another cleft lip aficionado, there's always that kind of like, you're, you're like me, you know, and we either hit it off instantly or it's standoffish instantly. And it's usually the standoffish. And then once you realize like, oh, we're both Weasleys, you know what I'm saying? Another Weasley. Right um, and then your BFFs, but there's that buffer. Anyway, back to the point. <laughs> Dad hates my neck tattoos. He hates all my tattoos. Um, and I totally get it and didn't see it at the time. And they were right. Um, and so, 
uh, yeah, we don't talk about it. And then we're, I'm in Kona and we have a great time. I'm chilling with the sea turtles who are there on the beach, which was amazing. Seeing animals that old is just like, okay, whoa, actual, there are a few actual dinosaurs left on the planet, aren't there? And massive sea turtles are one of them. And they would just, they would just chill on this like stone pebble beach in Kona. And I was just like, whoa. Um, and you're not supposed to touch them. And I did, uh, cause I'm a stupid privileged Canadian. Um, and, uh, I didn't like mess with them, but like, I, I touched the shell, you know, I can't, I can't lie. There's like 15 of them on the beach every day. It's like, man, come on. I got to touch one. Um, but wow, what a spectacular creature. And then one day we go, that's what I find strange about Hawaii is like, you go so far, at least for, I'll speak for myself. I traveled so far, went so far and lost it all. But in the end, I'm still in America. And that's pretty much my feedback about Kona and Hawaii. It's like you travel so far, but then you're still in middle America. It's weird. It's weird to like travel for eight hours and spend all that time in a plane. And then you get out and, and there's a Best Buy and a McDonald's. But there's like all these palm trees and lava rock. It's just strange. It's hard to understand. It's hard to grasp. It feels, I don't know. It's just weird. So anyway, we go... One of those days that I'm in Kona with them, uh, we go to Ross. We go to Ross's, which is like a department store. And up here in Canada, the, the equivalent would be like, uh, I don't know, like Sears, the Bay Zellers, Kmart type thing. Um, and uh, and yeah, um, actually, no, before that, I only brought X amount of undies and one day I needed an extra pair and I took a pair of my dad's and I was like, these are amazing. <laughs> and of course, because like my parents aren't, they don't overindulge in anything. It's part of that kind of like that Catholic guilt. You know, if you like it too much, it's bad, um, which is a bit whatever, whatever. And um and so I borrowed a pair of my dad's ginch one day in Kona <laughs> and um, he noticed, of course he noticed. And he was like, uh, oh, you like those, do you? He didn't mind, of course. Um, you like those, do you? I was like, yeah, they're great. And they were just like these, um, they're just these like Reebok, just like athletic sport ginch, um, you know, boxer briefs. And he's like, yeah, I get them here in Kona at Ross. Um, I only get them here. He's like, would you like a pair? <laughs> I was like, good boy, you know, like, would you like a pair for your birthday? Would you like a nice pair of underwear for your birthday? And uh, yeah, Pierce, we are best friends now. Um, and so, uh, and so he's like, oh, you like those underwear? Well, let's go get you a pair at Ross. I'm like, okay. And uh, they come in packs of two and they're cheap. Cause you can get two for, you can get two for six 99. And so my dad only buys his underwear at Ross in Kona. And so as a result, so do I, I don't go to, I've only ever been to their timeshare in Kona once. And, um, that was quite some time ago, but as a result, whenever they go, my mom will get two or three little bundles, little two packs. So I'll get like six or eight new undies a year. And my mom or dad will bring them back from Kona. So my, my underlings are international, bro. Sorry. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? I shop international for my undergarments. Um, ultimate flex. 
So, uh, and then I'll go home for Christmas and my mom and dad will give me underwear for Christmas, which I think is adorable and amazing. And uh, I like it that way. So shouts out to Ross underwear, shouts out to my parents' timeshare in Kona, shouts out to um, my dad forgiving me for getting a neck tattoo and then buying me a pair of underwear. <laughs> and uh, as per usual, don't know why we got on this track here on the podcast. If you're just joining in or if you're tuning back from whenever uh, the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast episode 60 on Spotify and its affiliates. And so... Um, yeah, I'm hyped. It's a little silver lining. Uh, but yes, I do get along very well with my parents. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Very, very grateful for that. And um, I, yeah, one of the things I started on in the podcast, but this is how it goes. We branch out, we freestyle. I never really know what I'm going to say. I just need one thought and then poof, it blooms from there. So we've addressed the Halloween thing. We've addressed... Um, being at the new job and what exactly that is. Uh, and then those fears, let's talk about some real shit. Let's talk about fears and insecurities. When you start a new gig that never goes away people. And I like to give you something that you can actually take with you in life. And sure boy is not immune to that. We all have that. And um, I think that, you know, there's that kind of like fight or flight thing in many areas of life, but that includes new challenges. And I don't think it matters how old you get. And I'll speak, and I'll speak for myself, but, um, yeah, starting a new gig when you give a shit, um, is, is tricky. It's not always, um, super easy. It's not always like a hundred percent confidence and this is why they hired me and I'm good and we're, you know, like I'm a, you know, um, so it's been an interesting couple of weeks and, um, you know, still kind of navigating that dynamic. Um, but it's important to remember, I think that like, that feeling of uncomfortability and um, insecurity really means that you're growing and it means that you're learning something. And so I try to remind myself of that when I'm facing a challenge because yeah, we as humans, I, I don't like to feel uncomfortable. I like being cozy. You know what I'm saying? I like to, to be safe in my bubble and not really have to risk it for the biscuit, but as we all know, it's it's those pushing through those those times and those periods of uncomfortability that give us a little more to offer the next person, and it makes our skin a little thicker. And um, and that's ultimately, I think, you know, the main objective of uh, or like one of the deeper philosophies of life is like is helping the next person and having something to offer the next person for when they're in their learning phase. Because it's not all just for it can't all just be for me. Like this whole world, the universe, the stars, you know, the sea turtles and Kona, it can't just be for me. It's impossible. That's an, it's just impossible. It's an incredibly selfish way to look at the universe. How is the universe all for you? This isn't a Janet Jackson music video. It's not all for you. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to that amazing song though. But we can all agree that the universe isn't here for us individually. It's for us. It's, you know, it's just for us to experience. And so, a way to make your life experience of value is to hand that on to the next person. And so that's kind of how, when days are tough, I sort of see those struggles like, Hey, I'm thickening my skin so that I can have something to offer to the next person. And sometimes that's all you can take away from a day is just like, man, that sucked. I had a really shitty day on Friday. I had a really shitty day on Friday on a few different fronts, both, you know, work, um, romantic, 
which was a whole other not talking about it, but just like got shut out. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Um, and just like a hard, a tough day emotionally. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. There's just that, like, we're not, we're not, no one is immune to having those bad days, but some days all you can do is be like, okay, hey, well, that wasn't very fun. That wasn't very fun. And it doesn't have to mean anything past that. And sometimes I just remind myself of that and, and just have to chalk it up as like, okay, well, it's going to mean something later on. And so that's kind of how I deal with bad days. It's like, I don't have to understand it right now. And we as humans, I, you know, I'm, can be obsessed with like, well, what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? It has to mean something. It has to be going somewhere. Does it? No, it doesn't. It's not my responsibility as a person, as a human, as a contributor to society to have to figure everything out. I don't have to know the answer. A time will come down the road where it will click. And, and so that's sort of my advice when dealing with a hard day is like, you don't have to figure it out now. You don't have to know right now. Uh, a time will come. And if you throw back in your memory log, there's countless times when you're in a moment and you're like, why am I struggling with this? Why is this so hard? But then you get through it, you move on. And then there comes a time where you're, it becomes a value to someone else and you can, you can help somebody else with that. And then you're like, oh, that was worth it because I just passed it on. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I'm out of time on the podcast, the Ryan Sullivan show on Spotify. Obviously you can follow me on my channels at Sullivan Ryan. Um, but yeah, 30 minute podcast. And that was episode 60. So appreciate you for listening. Uh, you can check all those out again on Spotify and then, uh, um, yeah, for the Spotify listeners, I've also been doing these on uh, TikTok live at the same time. So anyways, appreciate you have a dope ass Sunday and stay blessed.